Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. Good morning. Good morning. It's hard to see a lot right now. <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit tired. I had kind of a late night. Yeah. yeah. How- Actually, for is, uh, as much as I travel, um, I've had really good luck for the last, I don't know, honestly, how many months. Um, and it all caught up to you. <laughs> yeah. Late night last night. What yeah. time did you? Two. Two. You got in at yeah, 2 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, Nice. Yep. Uh-huh. Great. Yep. So when I got your text this morning that said you could do it some other time, today's just a crazy day, so it's not going to work. But Now, where were you this week? It was a great, well, that's just it. I don't want any sympathy <laughs> from anybody, okay? If you're like, oh, poor fellow David. He, he, he worked so hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. No, this was just a really fun weekend. Um we, we were, I was, ended up being in Chicago with uh, another person from the uh, university um, whom I will name nameless uh, because for various reasons what I'm, where I'm about to go. Um, <laughs> but we went in town. We actually did meet with some alumni and with some friends of the university, which was a great blessing. Uh, and they helped us score some tickets to the Notre Dame-Wisconsin football game. Nice. Which where did was, they play? In Wisconsin? It's in, the Soldier's Field, Bob. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. In it was Soldier so cool. Field. And it was I, like I've told you, I don't know Chicago very well. In fact, yeah, yeah. I'm intimidated by Chicago. Okay. So we need to go to Chicago sometime. Yeah, I can show and you, you around. You can show me around. That yeah, would yeah. really actually that would really. I love be great. Chicago. And that's what everybody says. I've just not been there enough to say that I love Chicago. Sure. Um, but so actually, the friends that that invited me or a member of our board of trustees was just just very very generous couple who are Wisconsin graduates. Oh, the yeah. Badgers. Yeah, yeah. So they invited me to sit with them, which was wonderful. But it's it's harder to what was cheer. This, what was the score? Well, Nord- it was a great game until the fourth quarter, and then Notre Dame just opened it up. So just, I think the final score was 41-13. to 13. Oh. Yeah, ouch. They had Hard to go in your face to somebody <laughs> yeah, that actually they, gave you tickets to the right, game. Right, they gave us tickets and has been a member of the board for a long time. And, <laughs> but... It was, it was just, it was fun. And then the next day, again, we met with some alumni. Of course. And that's uh, the whole reason, that, meeting with you're alumni. You're seeing that. And the meeting took place at Wrigley Field. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, I love it, Wrigley Field. It was. I've I only, don't love baseball, but I love, I have great memories in high school. I've only been there. It was Wrigley only Field. the second time. As, as some people may or may not know, a goal of mine over, over many years now has been to get to every major league park. So I've been to all of them but four. And this is something Had you been not been on. to Wrigley? I had, actually. Oh, okay. This was okay. the second time I'd been to Wrigley. But everything about it is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, everything about it, it's it's in the middle of a neighborhood. You just, there's something, there was, near the end, there was uh, walking down the street, a father and a son, and they both had the Cubs shirts on. Right. There's just something that was just wonderful about it. It was a great game. The Cardinals have won 16 games in a row. So they played the Cardinals. Cardinals were losing until the eighth inning, go up by two, I think, and then... So it was just, it was great. So the Cardinals won? They did. Oh, they, did. they did. They did. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, you always yeah. got a root, root, root for, for the, the Cubbies. Cubbies. Yeah. I remember Harry Carey. Really? Oh, oh no, of yes. course you would have gone to games oh, with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. And yeah. uh, and then the Will Ferrell impersonation of him. Is okay, really well, classic. Really pretty, spot pretty, on. Pretty classic. Pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah, so well. he was an amazing dude. Well, I have been up um, not very long this morning. Uh, it was it was great. And for those of you who are watching, um, one of our listeners sent me in a official MLB baseball game, which is great. Baseball, uh, You're baseball. Still waking oh, yeah, up. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, they sent me an entire game. You can t- we uh, see what say what's on the baseball though. 
We can say that. We just can't say who it's from. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a national security agency. That's and right. It's an official MLB game. I'm not exactly sure it, why that's there. It's probably like a tracker in there or something it like probably that. probably is. This, this whole this thing is, is a scam <laughs> just to, to get my DNA. And then and that was from one of our they listeners. They already have it. And, and they're such a blessing. So thank you very much for your thoughtfulness. And this, for those of you who are watching... Uh, um, National League, uh, hot baseball, Washington, Washington National. Oh Boy, gosh, I am tired. I know. I know this <laughs> is much, not good. I how got long about, have you been awake? I've been awake less than an hour, <laughs> a lot less than an hour. Okay. Which is my whole schedule is because yeah, my whole schedule is off today. Yeah. So but don't feel bad for him, everybody. No, no, please don't. Nobody feel but, bad. But this came from the mother of my uh, co-host, which I just oh. want to say thank you so much more. It was wonderful. So um, all right, that's where that's where I am. Here we go. What should we start? Well, yeah, actually, I would say started? I had a I had a very poor um, sports weekend. Every team I love, oh, lost, that's right, lost. That's right. Starting with the team I love the most, which is my daughter's soccer team. Oh. She they made it to the OVAC finals. This oh, is the Ohio that's... Valley Athletic Competition, and they lost to a school that they always lose to. It's an, it's a funny division, the Ohio Valley. Um, schools, all of them are pretty well matched. And then there's this boarding school in West Virginia. Oh, no. I the mean, boarding school. The boarding school, right? It's called the Lindsley School. Oh, it's of course like, it they, is. They, they have to Lindsay. throw the the. It's like yeah, the, yeah. the Lindsley School. And half of them are speaking Spanish. I mean, it's like, it's absolutely crazy. So they lost six to one. Oh. And it was just really heartbreaking to watch. Uh, another soccer team that I love, Chelsea, lost to Man City. Oh, my gosh. And then, That's an upset, isn't it? Uh it was, nobody knew who was going to win that, but yeah, Man City and Chelsea are probably the two, well, it's a really tight league, which is exciting, but okay. losing was bad. Okay. If we're going to talk about- And then the Buccaneers, of Yeah. Course. If we're going to talk about soccer, then we'll talk about 30 seconds or 15 seconds that the United States beat Europe in the Ryder Cup, which is yeah, phenomenal. They they scored 19 points. Um, so there you go. How does we, one score a point in golf? Let's not get into this. Okay, good. Yeah, it's That's team, fine. I it's, don't actually yeah, yeah, care. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> team, our listeners. It's, it's team golf. So let's just leave it at <laughs> that. It was phenomenal to stop. All right. Okay. It is one of the best sporting events that there is, but carry on. I will. Okay, please do. And then the Buccaneers lost. But I actually think it's the kind of loss that will end up helping them win. In the big picture? They needed to lose. They were The first two games they won, they didn't win soundly and... Uh, yeah, sometimes you just need wake to, up a little bit. You need to lose, but L.A. Rams are oh, L.A. Rams serious are business. a good team. They really are. The Chiefs are one in three Isn't or one in two rather. So are the Steelers. Did you see the uh, the Ravens' longest field goal in the history of the NFL? Sixty six yards. Dang. To to who did the Ravens beat? The Detroit. The no. Tigers, yeah, which is <laughs> the Lions. I mean, excuse me. There we go. I should have <laughs> stayed in bed. The Lions, which is crazy. Maybe this is a dream. But the um. The kicker's really good Catholic. Actually, if okay. you if you Google his name, Tucker Ave Maria, he's a beautiful singer, and he sings the Ave Maria. Oh, I thought, just, I thought his last name was Ave Maria. That's a big name. That's yeah. a big last name. That would his be last crazy. name is Tucker, but um, one really, of, the, 66 yards to win the game. It was great. One of the coaches in the Premier League who uh, coaches the we were the done Wolves. with soccer. No, no, it's a name thing, though. His name is actually uh, Nino Espiritu Santo. Oh, cool. So his cool. last name is Holy Spirit. Well, last year, this is kind of cool. Very cool. L- last year on Wisconsin Badgers team, they had a guy whose last name was Wild Goose. <laughs> is that right? I'm, seri- I'm totally serious. So somebody sent me in one of a t-shirt with the Wild Goose on the back. So it was, it was very great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So good, good, good sports weekend. Um, for you. For me. Yeah. yeah. Were yeah. you paying any attention to what I just said? No. 
Most of you know that each semester, nearly 200 Franciscan University students study and live in a restored 14th century Carthusian... So the whole beginning was all sports. We're just moving on. Okay, great. Do you want to talk about my dog? Yeah. How is Rosie? She's doing better. She's not... um, (laughs) You're so funny. She's not up like four times a night. I think she's down to like three times a night. Right. And that's and that's pretty cool. She's so sweet. She's getting bigger. I guess that's what happens when you feed yeah, them. Yeah, they grow. Yep. Yeah, that happens to kids too, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Well, the friars, she's been the topic of conversation with the friars. I've gotten a number of texts from friars willing to take her in. Which is kind of amazing that any of the friars listen to this, <laughs> truth be told. So um, I appreciate that, brothers. Thank you so much. I kind of feel supported from that. But yeah, one of the guys said, yeah, let him come and visit. Just, you know, like how... You have parental visits or oh, something yeah, right. like that to see how it goes, like if you're going to adopt or foster child. That's what. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't you do that? <laughs> I don't. I think maybe foster children. I don't think adoption. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe. foster kids. Maybe, maybe foster. I think I that's know. a foster system. I, I think if you're going to adopt a child, you don't you're, like you're it. In, you're all in. You get like a 30 day refund <laughs> policy. Right, you, you know, let's okay. just see if this works. It doesn't seem to work. Yeah, that'd be an interesting world if we lived in that. Mm. Okay, but so the friars, we we are very happy for a visit. That would be great. Okay. Uh, but one of the things that, that I laughed at, I got a video from a listener, and they sent a video. They told the story about your dog that would, like, fake dead or fall down oh, the yeah, stairs she, or yeah, something like that. Right. So they were taking their dog uh, for a walk, and it looks like the dog was just tired. I mean, didn't want to go home or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. just laid down. So they're, they're like, trolling him. him. Yeah. So um, there's just dogs are a blessing. They are. Yeah. They're, they're great. They are. And they're a little bit of work. They are. Yeah. It's kind of like I was thinking yesterday, it's kind of like you having a baby. I mean, having to get up at night. And yeah, that's that's exactly it. Jeez. Oh, but no diaper. You just have to clean, clean the poop off the floor. Yeah, rub, rub, rub their nose <laughs> in least, it and send them outside. The diaper. You can't do that to a baby. No, you no, can't. Do, no. Actually, you're not supposed to no. do that to a dog either. Oh, oh. It gets all changed. Has it really? Yeah, it's, they say like, don't. Do they sleep on their side, on their back? On their, it all changes. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Dogs are awesome. You know what I've been reflecting on? Because... Um, Obviously, when we talk about animals and the lack of souls and, you know, people are like, well, dogs, you know, don't go to heaven, you know, because they're not redeemed by Jesus, which is true. They're not redeemed by Jesus. But, you know, everything in creation is a reflection of God's love and is a way that God wants to love us. And so it, I've really felt in the family God loving us through, okay, so, through Rosie. All right. So let's get cheesy as we can, cheesy okay. as possible. So okay. I remember when I was in Oh, maybe high school, late high school, and I was praying. It was just, I don't remember what was going on, but yeah. it was just kind of maybe a bad day or something like yeah. that. I just said, I, I was kind of sitting in my chair, and I said, Lord, just show me your love. And our dog literally at that moment ran and jumped on my lap, and it was kind of my dog. And yeah. again, that's so cheesy, but there is something about that. That's true, but, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, uh, you know, when we have the new heaven and the new earth. I heard it like, said one time, um, how do you know who loves you more? Lock your kid and uh, your dog in the trunk, drive around for 20 minutes, open it up and see who's happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. You would have made a great dad. On that note, thank you very much. You know, most of you know that each semester, nearly 200 Franciscan University students study and live in a restored 14th century Carthusian monastery in the foothills of the Austrian Alps. One of the, one of the, one of the most beautiful places. Yeah. So wonderful. From there, they explore the richness of the Catholic faith throughout Europe. But did you know? Yes. Well, then what is it? Mary, did you know? (laughs) And the answer to that is also yes. Um, The Austria program is also open to students who attend other universities. This is super, 
Super cool. Um, they join our Franciscan community of scholars and students for a life-changing European semester abroad. Spoiler alert, some visiting students are so inspired by the experience they transfer to Franciscans. So if you want, if you're trying to get that kid back into Franciscan, go for it. Another spoiler alert, there may be a certain nephew that's going to be there next semester, Ooh. which I'm really excited about. Well, that is exciting. Yeah. Um, so applications are now being accepted for the spring 2022 Austria experience. Go to austria.franciscan.edu and look for the transient student application. Again, that website is austria.franciscan.edu. And it's actually, um, it's actually so amazing. I mean, really, I, I think particularly, uh, you know, there are times that uh, maybe the majors at Franciscan don't line up with what a student wants to study, but they still want to get a Franciscan experience. They want to get a European experience. Um, and it's really, a, it's really, really a great opportunity. One of the unique things about our study abroad experience is that we have our own faculty there. We have our own campus. A lot of colleges offer some kind of study abroad experience, but it's usually like in partnership with the school that's out there. Right. And the fact that we have our curriculum, our faculty, um, our student life. I mean, it, it, it's a great thing. So if you know somebody that's in college, not at Franciscan, but might really benefit from that, let them know about that. And check out austria.franciscan.edu uh, for more information. Okay, and I'll just put this out there. Uh, summer program that we did that just went over really well. I think we'll do that again. Oh, it allows, that's great. allows some people who are not able to go during the year just yeah. to go. But we also, the university takes two or three trips to Austria for the most part, most of the time, people are welcome, especially in the summer. They, we, we'd love them to join us. Yeah. But it's just a beautiful place. It's it's equidistant between Vienna and Salzburg. Austria is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, so, so we, we could go into that movie on what we think about Sound of Music. But one of the places that we stayed, I, I was the director of the program for a number of years. And we take the students to Salzburg every mm -hmm. semester, which is Salzburg is just one of the most quaint, beautiful, lovely uh, cities, towns, villages, hamlets in the world. <laughs> and uh, But the place we stayed played Sound of Music 24-7 on a loop. Okay, that's that's a bit much. That's a bit much. The movie jump or in, like just the music? The movie. Yeah. I want to jump in front just of it. always going on yeah. and on yeah. and on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, you know, it's interesting too, in the light of what you just said about being in Europe, uh, which Austria is in Europe, by the way. Yes, I knew that. I mean, there's so many things, so many feasts and stuff this weekend that our students will write back and talk about. So, well, today is a feast of the Archangels. Yes, it is. And, and Sorry, and, I didn't realize what day it was today. Today's Wednesday. You did the right thing. Unbelievable. I'm the one that's going on four hours of sleep and one cup of coffee. Yeah. Right. So today's the Archangels. Yeah. You're also the one that skipped over the other thing we were about to talk about, but that's totally fine. Which was? The pro-life month. Respect life. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's, let's start there. <laughs> Why don't we do that? That's because it kind of flows into what we were going to talk about. It does. Now. Yeah. Now that now it all comes Good back Lord. to you. So it's uh, Respect Life Month uh, here as we enter into the beautiful month of October. And what a uh, horrific way to enter into it with what's going on in uh, Congress right now with the, I always want to get the name of the, the bill I've right. I've got it right here, yeah. Yeah. The Women's Health Protection. Yeah, which is just evil name. I mean, it's the opposite of it. 
I mean, this is of course assuming there's not any women babies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, you know, we, uh, the USCCB has a good note on it on their website. This is something we really want to pray about. I think it was just passed by the Congress. I believe maybe on Friday. Yeah. And um, it is what it's trying to do is it's trying to put into law abortion. Federal law. Federal law abortion. Um, and some of this was a push just in case the Supreme Court, even if they flip Roe v. Wade, if it's in federal law, mm. then that might not have effect. But it was it, also, it was, as much as anything, it was really a shot against the law in Texas. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of the other states that just recently passed the he- health, the heartbeat law. Can't yeah. remember who it is. So this repeals just about everything that's out there. Uh, it repeals the, um, uh, what was the, the one that, that, you know, the, if a child, you know, a child can experience pain at 20 weeks, science has proven that a child can experience that. The You're pain capable, earlier. The Pain-Capable Unborn Child Protection Act. Uh, this would give uh, access to late-term abortions. Uh, I mean, this is... Uh, I, I mean, when I read it, I just thought, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, it really is a full assault on just even, I think, people who, you know, might... Again, there's there's tension over, you know, women's white, a woman's right to choose and a child's right to life. But I know even many people who are for the woman's right to choose, but they, they still think, but yeah, but not late term, but not, you know, like there's kind of, you know, a lot of people actually, even that are, that are for abortion are at least mindful of, well, there has to be some limits. I mean, obviously you can't have an abortion like three days before you're about to. You can now (laughs) if this this all goes. But if this goes, exactly. I mean, you can do it like in, in your ninth month, you can do it. And that's. It's and one of the things as, as I've gotten older, which I have, um, this is a horrible issue, yeah. you know, I, and, and, and sometimes I think it's presented in, yeah, just uh, abortion is a horrible issue, but often, not always, often the situations that, that individuals find themselves on are horrible as yes. well. So yes. there has to be this walking with this and accompanying and journey with the individual, but this is not the answer. Yes. Right. What, what, what Congress has just passed is not the answer. And I remember when I was a student here at the university, I took a uh, course on human life issues. And one of the things that they talked about was this social engineering of language. Right. So we call this, I mean, who's not in favor of women's health protection. Right. But this idea that, that abortion is women's health is. Yeah. Right. And it certainly doesn't, Protect the women women, in the womb. Yeah, 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 I mean, and and that's part of the thing. And it is that idea. I mean, first of all, it's that lack. um, I I think it was John Paul II who talked about this in his document, The Gospel of Life, um, the idea that so many times society wants to alleviate the suffering of another, and they consider that the greatest mercy as opposed to suffering with the other. which which is is compassion. Which is compassion, which is what Jesus shared. Obviously, women in a situation of an unplanned pregnancy so difficult at times. is yes, incredibly, so difficult. incredibly difficult. But uh, for so many of those women, you know, my, my wife spent some time with um, the, uh, my brain isn't working, Rate Project Rachel. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many women regret their abortions. You know, it seems like this is a great solution. And, at the time. And right, then it's a right. life of pain and it's a life of regret. So we certainly want to put keep this in prayer. And that's where, yeah, I think that's exactly right, yeah. is, is, is our desire to, to pray, but then also to reach out and help yeah. individuals. It, it's one thing to pray, which is essential. We have to yes, do that. That's the foundation. Also, be in the church, honestly, does that so much yeah. that, that she really does reach out and helps that population and walks with them, both the moms and the dads in really difficult situations and the babies that, that ultimately 
some choose to bring to uh, bring to term and bring life. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. I'll just say that my niece just had a baby, and um, it was very much a preemie, and the baby's like three point three pounds one ounce. Oh my goodness, smaller than so. If if you took the a ruler and you know put it, she's like twelve inches long or something like that, and she's just teeny, but. She's so innocent and so protective. Yeah. So, yeah, so. I'm surprised she's that long, 12 inches long. I had a, There was a kid in my youth group. Um, he showed me a, a picture of him. He was very premature, and he, he was in the palm of in the hand. In that wild, yeah. Palm yeah. of the hand. This kid is now like 6'4". That's crazy. I mean, it really is. He's like one of the biggest kids That's in the crazy, youth group. Yeah. And he just shows a picture of him, and he was premature in the palm of a hand. You could and still be in are, the palm of your hand, but it would be like your hand would be just lost. Yeah. Yeah, that would exactly. So, Let's thank you so, for clarifying. Yeah, that. you're welcome. Yeah. So, with that in mind, so this please month, pray yeah. this this month. Pray you're probably going to hear at your local parishes about forty days for life, yeah. about life chains, uh, about opportunities <clears throat> to help. I mean, I think God's timing is perfect, right? I mean, it's this it's is in, happening as we're entering into Respect Life Month. And, so. and let me just say, it's it's Respect Life Life, but it's also not just abortion. Like, there's right. a movement. There's a movement this month for. Um, women who have lost babies through miscarriage mm-hmm. and, and such a, a, a difficult, um, horrible thing to have that somebody yeah. has to go through. So it's that as well. It's also respect life for, um, there's actually, we'll do more on this later, Okay. that there's a movie that 4PM Media that uh, does all my media. Uh, they've got the rights to the uh, story of Jerome. And I don't, I can't pronounce his last name. It's a French name, but he's the one who discovered of the extra chromosome and Down syndrome. Hmm. And he gave a speech. It's really a beautiful story, but he gave a speech, and he's a Catholic, and he's, he's being moved forward on the, uh, for canonization. He gave a speech in San Francisco saying, do not use this technology hmm. for abortion. You know, and it, wasn't, it was a scientific thing. It wasn't religious at all. Well, he totally got ostracized from the, from the community, from the scientific community because of that. He was making this stance. Right. So it's a beautiful we'll, – we'll have more on it next week yeah, that'd be about awesome. how you can watch this film. So it's, it's respect life, but not just abortion. It's miscarriage and, and, and poverty and <clears throat> excuse me, uh, disability. So a, yeah. lot, a lot to be sensitive yeah. to this month. Amen. Amen. And uh, we have a great, incredible week of like saints. This is just – I, I don't even know what to compare it to. I think this this week and there's a week in January. Yeah. Those are my two favorite ordinary time weeks because the hits just keep on coming. Keep on coming. Um, today we are obviously celebrating the Ninja Turtles. The yes, Michael. Yes, actually Donatello isn't in there, but okay. the other ones are there. Um, and then we've got uh, the feast of Saint Jerome. Sometimes he gets a little buried in the midst of the wonderful. What would you like to tell us about Jerome? Oh, Saint Jerome. He has one of my favorite saint quotes ever. Okay. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And I actually remember um, hearing that quoted when I was in Young Life with evangelicals. Oh, I imagine. I imagine. Did and they quote St. Jerome? They did. They did. did. They? Okay. they just said there was a, you know, they didn't call him St. Jerome, but they said Jerome, a great biblical scholar of the fourth century, um, you know, would say ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. So as I was coming to a deeper understanding of my own Catholic faith, uh, realizing who Jerome was, uh, his his holiness. Uh, you know, when I went to the Holy Land, and those of you that get a chance to go to the Holy Land, which I hope would be everybody at least once in your lifetime, um, when you go to the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, uh, obviously there is the, uh, the the place of the creche where mm-hmm. Christ was born, 
But off to the side is Jerome's study. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where he spent his time, loved the Lord, loved the incarnation. That's Tran- where he translating scripture. translated yeah. scripture into the Vulgate, which is the Latin version of scripture, which uh, really was the dominant translation until uh, the Second Vatican Council, but still is. And one last thing about Jerome, which is really amazing. You know, we hear about like, oh, he translated the Bible. And you're like, that's nice. And it was only as I got more into academia that I realized what you have to do to translate something mm-hmm. because it's not just putting it in Google Translate. When you're dealing with things um, and the language is one way and the language you're translating is another way right. and you have to try to make it say something in a different language, there's a lot of room for interpretation. Right. And in fact, even uh, with various translations of the Bible in English, you know, like why are there so many translations of this? They can lean one way or another depending on the theology of the person. So it wasn't just the linguistic ability of fluently knowing Hebrew and Greek and putting it into another language. It was the theological intelligence that made him be able to, you know, you read the Vulgate, the translations of the Vulgate as an authoritative translation, not just because it got the language right, but because it got the mind of the early church right. 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 And that is the real gift of Jerome, and that's the real gift of the Vulgate. And he reminds us, as you stated, though, to, to... I mean, I think, I don't think I know. Every Catholic Christian, the scripture's got to be a part of their life. Amen. And this, I don't want to like just add something else that you have to do in your life or <laughs> I'm great now I need to do this as well, right? Right. But it really does. And even if it's reading the scriptures before you go to mass on right. Sunday and just say, okay, what is the Lord saying to me? When people say to me, look, God never speaks to me, that that's saying I'm not spending any time with the scriptures yeah. because it really does have something to say to us and really does want to speak to us. I love in the office, office of readings, we started, oh, I, this is awful. It was either Philippians it's or Philippians. Ephesians, Philippians. Yeah. Um, and I love, you it's know, because I, I love the office letter. of readings because it goes back and forth between Old Testament and New Testament. And it, in one sense, I don't want this to sound negative. It forces us. It invites us yeah. to spend time in the various parts of the scriptures and so i just encourage people some some time of your week you're spending some time with the scripture and ask the simple question what is god trying to say to me what's he trying to say to our family yeah. to our situation and trust that the lord is going to speak to us in the scriptures. and maybe specifically read the letter to the philippians yeah. it's one of my favorites yeah, yeah, yeah. in scripture the very it's only, beginning is i kneel before the, yeah, it's, it's only four chapters read it as if somebody sent you a letter just Sit down and, you know, if you got Dear a letter Bob. from a friend. Yeah. I, you know, actually one thing that they used to say in Young Life, which was really impactful for me as a young person, it it was to read letters that way. Anytime it says you, uh-huh. put your name in it. Um, you know, really read it as if it was addressed to you because in many ways it is. It's God still speaking to us. And so, yeah, I think uh, Jerome really gives us a beautiful reflection and also just shows how strong the early church was on that as well as the life of the church. One last thing about that is, you know, uh, we have a number of uh, Catholic uh, converts, you know, mm-hmm. in, in our faculty, and all of them mention the first time they go to Mass, how scriptural it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, we, we have the readings, to be sure, but every prayer, canon, yeah, absolutely. Ev- everything is just scripture, and it's really, uh, really an incredible and beautiful so thing. So if we're to just go, what does the Lord want to say to us? So if we're to go today, Office of Reading, first, it says, my brother's. I want you to know that my situation has worked out to the furtherance of the gospel. Mm. So whatever situation you're dealing with at home, trust kind of that word that, that it, the Lord is able to work out whatever it is 
to further his kingdom, to, bring, to build the gospel of Christ. So Lord has something to say to us through the scriptures. Amen? Amen. But it's not just Jerome today. It's oh, not no. just Jerome. If, if oh, it was no. just Jerome, we would say, wow, that's that's nice. But uh, the next day is? Therese of Lisieux. Oh, did, did I skip Guardian Angels Yo, again? Um, no, no. Therese is yeah. next. Yeah, Therese, Therese, yeah, Therese of Lisieux. <clears throat> She's been, we've talked about her a couple of times um, over the last year. One of the things that, that we have to be careful, I have to be careful because I think I'm worse at it than you are, uh, is telling the same story. Just, But I but I loved her as, I think I mentioned not that long ago, one of the quotes that I love best is when she was speaking about her mother, uh, Our Lady, she said she's more of a mother than she is a queen. Mm. And, and I just love that image because oftentimes we make saints and, and our Blessed Mother more different than us. And, yeah. and they're actually more like us. Right. And, and the other is to Lisieux. I remember I was able to go to Lisieux with my mom and my dad. I've been able to be there a couple of times. It's just Oh, really? Yeah, just wonderful and beautiful. Yeah. And Did she go to a convent in Lisieux? Or did, where, did, where was the convent that she was at? I don't think it was in her No, hometown. it wasn't because in, in Lisieux, okay. you, yeah, you go to the little town that she was born in and the little house that she was born and raised in and then the yeah. church that she's buried in. So, okay. And he's able to celebrate Mass there, but it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is cool. But that's not just, if we just gave you that the would, Archangels, Jerome, and Lisieux, that, that would be enough. But The Guardian Angels. There you go. And we're not talking about the biker bang people. No, we are gang. not. We are we're not. talking about the our Guardian Angels, which everybody gets one. And they watch out after us and take care of Somebody us. Somebody said priests get two. Is that just a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I, like I don't know. Uh, if priests get two, then parents should get three. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, one of the things that I was with, <clears throat> excuse me, the individuals that I was with this weekend, they were away from their family. Okay. And it was like they were all one thing after another, you know. Yeah. A soccer game, one of, the, one of their daughters fell and I maybe got a concussion, another one that the kid was throwing up in the car. And I mean, God bless parents. Yeah. And, and God bless the guardian angels. Cause you just have to, I mean, I can't wait to just watch the replay of life. You have a oh, lot of, geez. you have a lot of time in eternity and just seeing like all the saves that the guardian angels made yeah. time and I, I time probably mentioned, and time I again. I probably mentioned this last year, but please Lord, if I get, when I get up to heaven, my guardian angel is going to just slap me just <laughs> once, you know, it's not going to be on and on. It's just, it's like, do you have any idea? <laughs> so thank you guardian <laughs> angels, but not just the guardian angels. Homecoming weekend. Homecoming weekend. Yeah. And you're not going to be here. I'm not. I'm going to go to somebody else's home. My son, Colby, who okay. studies at... Uh, Another Bay. school. Another school. Another wonderful Catholic school to the west of us. I'm excited to see him. I've actually never... Um, I was there when I dropped him off last year, but because of all the COVID stuff, I never had a chance to visit him, never had a chance to watch him play a soccer game. Oh, that'd be fun. So Jenny and I are going out. And, and it's the is, first time you and Jenny have gone together, isn't it? Well, we both dropped him off, okay, but that okay. was such, that was just so insane, you know, just dropping a kid off. And yeah, can't go for, into the dorm. Yeah, you know, right, 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 right. And yeah, even then all the COVID restrictions were really high. So it's, I'm excited to actually experience the campus, experience his sporting team, get to know, you know, meet some of his friends and roommates and stuff like that. It, who's going to be great. Who's his godfather? Uh, let me think. I've, yeah, I have baby. so many God, you yeah. know, with all those kids, yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's I think hard it's to, you, it's actually. Hard to keep, it's hard to keep track of, of who belongs to who. Yeah, exactly. Um. How's the soccer team doing? I don't think very well. Okay. Still a good person. But he's still a good person. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he gets more playing time too. That's right. So that would, that would be great. That's right. And then. And if that was not enough. October 4th, 
the day of days for Franciscans. Amen. Amen. But I'll just say a word. Okay, so obviously, this is not fair to say. Yeah, I was going to say it's not fair to say. Obviously, it's like yeah, because maybe not everybody lives in our in our orbit, which is probably a good place. Yeah, right. To be, but so we do a beautiful custom of the celebration of Francis's passing from this life on the evening of the third. It's called the Transitus. Mm. So I believe we're doing it outside at the Steel Cross. That's where we did it last year, kind of because of COVID situation. But then realize it's really beautiful uh, to be able to do it there. So because with more obviously in the port, you only have a, f- a few people that can right, do it right, there, right, right, right. Yeah. Thank you, Bobby. And that's that's it. Right. So Francis was in Assisi, and when it was clear that he was going to pass, he asked to be taken to the port because it was his most favorite place, uh, and they took him there. So if you go to the Port Siancola, just and, and you're looking, you obviously obviously that's not fair because not everyone knows. It's just really, really beautiful. The Portiancola is this massive church. It's Our Lady of the Angels. Mm-hmm. And then inside is the Portiancola. Uh, and if you're approaching the port, just off to the right is the place where Francis buried. And there's a little mm-hmm. area to commem- uh, where he passed uh, to commemorate that. So uh, Sunday evening is that. We, we gather together as friars in the community uh, to be able to celebrate. And then the next day is just, Party celebration. Party, of the party all Francis. day. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. So it's just, it's kind of like, it's really fun. It's kind of like Christmas morning for the Franciscans. Is that right? So, right. so we'll adjust our schedule a little bit. Uh, I think actually I'm going to cook. I think we're going to, we're going to grill something uh, and it'll be great. Actually, my younger brother and his youngest son are going to be visiting. He's looking at coming to the university. So okay. we've got the homecoming weekend. It's also a big weekend to bring in pr- prospective students. Um, but yeah, so St. Francis, I mean, we're, maybe one thing that, that I'll mention, and if, those of you who are listening, if, if we always tell the same thing or if you've heard it before, deal with it. All right. You know, <laughs> you know so there we go. Um, but one of the quotes that I just love about Francis is he says, oh, God, you, you are enough for me. And I've probably, of all the quotes of Francis, that's probably the one that I've prayed over the most mm. um, because Francis didn't say you're everything. You know, I've met people who, quote unquote, have everything and it's not enough. He said, oh, God, you are enough for me. And there's something about that that, you know, what, why was it that Francis was always, it, it's such a profound peace and holiness in the mirror of Christ? Because God was enough, you know, with everything else in his world and his yeah. life and in the past. And, and God was enough. And that's just kind of my goal is, is Lord, that everything else is grace, right? But that if God would be enough for me, that'd be that'd be a wonderful, wonderful thing for me to be able to celebrate. Amen. And so, and, and all of us. So this week, everybody, it's an incredible week of saints, incredible week of faith. Oh, wait, the next one. To... Wait, one, one, one more the oh, next whoa, day. Whoa, whoa, Just whoa. let's put that in. Oh, what? Well, next day? October 5th. Faustina. Oh, right. Yes, yes. yes. So right. it's like, no fasting this week. <laughs> Let it be said. I mean, no fasting. Just celebrate yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, rejoice. And uh, we ask for the intercession of those wonderful saints that we can be holy we ask for the intercession of the saints to pray for those who are vulnerable pray for mm-hmm. our country mm-hmm. um you know that we can just go forward and uh, respect life and yeah. the dignity of life yeah and, and that's one thing it's just a great blessing and let's just close with a prayer but but all of the saints that we've mentioned and all that we haven't mentioned that they're joining us as well so yeah. that, that isn't just us kind of doing our own thing but the saints the angels they join with us so Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing and your grace to be upon uh, our country, that you'd continue to work in the hearts of all of our people, that they would recognize the beauty and the dignity that is human life, uh, the gift that it is from you. 
Pray that you'd bless our listeners, uh, particularly those who are struggling this week, uh, that are you know, just something going on in their life that, that is difficult, that you'd be present to them, um, that you would work in their hearts, that you'd bring them your peace and your presence. We thank you for the saints that inspire us and continue to intercede for us. I ask the Lord's blessing and grace to be upon all of our listeners, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father Dave. Thank you. You're welcome, Bob. And thank you all for listening and being a part of our faith community. You can shoot us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. Check out the letter to the Philippians. You'll be blessed. Amen. And happy feast days, everybody. Amen.